0: what's up everyone welcome back to enough only here on spark talk and today uh i am back and we are going to do our week five uh predictions uh for the 2020 nfl season so it's good to be back um there's been a lot of stuff changing and happening recently and so uh i haven't been able to do the podcast um but wyatt has been holding it down and you guys have seemed to enjoy it um I've uh, been getting you know a good amount of listens and things of that nature and a good amount of clicks, so it's been pretty cool to see that y'all supporting it still. Mm-hmm. Um, with Wyatt doing it by himself, uh, it's probably better. <laughs> it's, it's probably why, but um, but we will uh, get it started.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have a two game go. lead on Houston for the first time. <laughs> get yeah, we will be all right.
0: We'll, uh, we'll get that corrected.
1: Yeah, a consistent two point <laughs> game. Yeah, but. Uh, We'll start off the uh, – do you want to go into the Titans uh, game situation before or when we get to the game or – yeah, we'll get to the game because nothing's been said yet on it. Yeah. So so, so we'll get so we'll get into the predictions when we, when we come to the game. Yeah, so okay. we'll start off – we'll just – we have no news. That was about the only bit of news that we have. So we'll get into the predictions. And we'll start off with Thursday Night Football. The Buccaneers at the Chicago Bears. So, who do you have, Houston?
0: I've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Simply because I feel like they're more capable of scoring points than the Chicago Bears. It's not because I don't think the Bears' defense is one of the best, because it is one of the best in the league still. Um, it's not because I, I don't think that they have um, some of the most game-changing players on defense, because they do. It's the fact that their offense has been very lackluster. Um Now, yes, they faced last week uh, the NFL's best defense, which is awesome to say Mm -hmm. as a Colts fan myself, in Indianapolis. But still, that's been an issue for them the whole season is scoring points and being consistent on offense. And I just don't think they have enough firepower right now unless they prove me wrong, unless they really attack that Buccaneers defense. Um, I just don't think that they're going to be capable enough to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning – by a score of um, twenty one to thirteen.
1: Twenty
0: one to thirteen. All I right. think it'll be a, yeah, I think it'll be a defensive battle for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, I got Tampa Bay winning also. I got them winning I'll go seventeen to fourteen. Uh, OJ Howard, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, out for let, the season let me, let me, Achilles. Yeah, so let me He's out for the season. He is. Yeah. Just double checking here, but yeah. He's out. Uh, Chris Godwin is also out for the game. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, uh, Justin Watson, their slot receiver, is out for the game. Uh, they have a lot of injuries. Also, London Fournette is doubtful in this game. And Mike Evans is questionable with an ankle injury. So they got a lot of injuries. Where well, the Bears are pretty healthy uh, throughout. So... Yeah, I think it's going to be a defensive battle out of Tampa winning seventeen to fourteen. Uh the Bears have not beaten Tom Brady that I can think of. And they usually play pretty bad against him. I know he's with New England and everything. Now he's with Tampa. But I just don't I just don't see the Bears getting over that hump. Uh especially with how stagnant the offense has been. Like the defense will show up. But the offense, I think, won't show up at all in this game, especially on a short week. So I got Tampa winning a defensive battle like you, 17-14. to 14. All right, so we'll go on to the next game, Carolina at Atlanta. Uh, and who do you uh, have in that game?
0: I got Carolina. Um, I have no faith in the Falcons at all right now. They can't seem to hold a lead, they can't seem to finish games, they can't seem to get anything going. Uh the coaching staff and the players don't seem on the same page. You got players that seem disgruntled. I just don't I don't believe in the Atlanta Falcons whatsoever. I think they're destined to have an awful, awful season. Mm -hmm. Um but I do like what the Panthers do. I mean they're two and two. Um I don't think that they're a bad football team uh at all. Um, you know, I Mm -hmm. like Teddy Bridgewater. I like the things that they do. Um just as a team in general, um I like the I like the direction that this franchise is moving in. And so I've got uh I've got the Panthers winning um I'm going to say 24
1: to 17. 24 to 17? Yeah. Awesome. Uh Yeah, and I also got Carolina too. Uh, I have Carolina winning. Oh man, that this is, it's gonna be. I I got Carolina thirty-one to twenty-four. Uh, okay. yeah, I, I think Carolina's gonna get a consistent pass rush on uh Atlanta's terrible offensive line. Te- they couldn't even get a good amount of yard of carries or yards per carry against Green Bay last week. One of the worst run defenses in the league. They got three. Right. They had 3.5, I think, yards per carry. And Carolina's run defense is a lot better. So they need to, uh, uh, like, either Atlanta, Atlanta's office line has to step up, and I don't see them doing that. I think Brian Burns and uh, Uter Gross Matos, who had a strip sack last week on Kyler Murray, I think that sealed the game. Uh, I don't know, yeah, I think it sealed the game, yeah, and – they're going, I think they're going to get a consistent pass rush. Uh, hurry up uh, uh, Matt Ryan. But I don't think they'll be able to keep up, or I don't think their defense will be able to stop Carolina this week. So I got Carolina winning 31-24. to 24. So okay. uh, we'll move on to the next one. Uh, Buffalo at Tennessee, and we can talk about it real quick. There's reports going out. Uh, there's like two more people that tested positive. For the Titans, so the NFL uh, has come out and said that if Tennessee can't play this week. they're going to be forced to forfeit the game if they're not if they're not able to play this week. Uh, so we'll see what happens there, but they had a. Uh, they had a bad uh they had a bad outbreak. Uh what were they oh, what were they doing?
0: Oh, they're in like a high school.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, and they're like them. breaking protocol and everything. So it's Yeah, and it's not yeah, and it's terrible and there, there has to be repercussions because um even though like the statistics have like shown it doesn't really like affect uh people of their age and their stature are being very healthy. You know, it could affect somebody at their house, so they gotta be like more aware of those situations and more uh willing to prevent those situations from happening and they just seem to be careless about it. So right. so if the uh so if a forfeit has to be done, I guess it has to be done. But we're still gonna pick the game as if it's going to be played. And I got Buffalo winning anyway in this one. I think even if they do play, uh, I think Derrick Henry. They're going to be able to shut down Derrick Henry. Uh, I think Corey Davis is one of the people who has COVID, so their wide receiving core is a little bit diminished. Uh, so I got Buffalo. I would have Buffalo winning. I would go thirty-one to thirteen. Uh, I think it's going to be a blowout. Even if. Uh, the, if they're allowed to play, I think it's going to be a blowout. I just don't think uh, the Titans have a lot there, especially with like a lot of people getting positive are getting positive for COVID, and also uh, the Bills are just looking really strong this year. Uh, Josh Allen is my second MVP. He's my runner-up at the moment. Who's your first? Russell Wilson's my... Nah,
0: dude, you gotta chill out, man. You better, some, you better put some respect on Aaron Rodgers' name. I'm I want to reach this phone to slap you right now. I know yeah. you're not a Packers fan. Put some respect on Aaron Rodgers now,
1: dude. I, he's my third. I think I said that. I think I, I think I said that. He's my he's my third. It's uh, Russell Wilson, uh, Josh Allen, and then Aaron Rodgers. Uh, that's how it's going. And. <laughs> Honestly, like, uh, was it the stat that was uh, Russell Wilson has uh, tied Peyton Manning for the most uh, touchdown passes through uh, the first four weeks of the season? Right. So, uh, yeah, Russell Wilson's definitely the MVP at the moment, and then you can flip flop whoever you want at number two between Rogers and uh, Allen. Uh, also, I brought this up on the podcast uh, on the recap. What would you think about a Devontae Adams trade? They're undefeated without him. Uh he's kind of smack talking their uh organization a little bit on Twitter. And then Why not? Uh, and then uh also Aaron Rodgers looked like he was having a ball without him. As well. I, I would honestly that would be a that'd be would be smart to do, I think. Like trading for a first or second round pick or a high second round pick. Right And flipping for that And then get a uh, Defense alignment Or get a linebacker That can help you In that run defense Because it's Completely trash And that, that that's the reason They might That's the reason They get destroyed In the M C championship Right Like I I, I Would I, would you think That would be I would Would you think That would be a good idea
0: To trade Devontae uh, For like a first idea. round
1: Or a second round
0: I You can get a first round For him I mean the Brandon Cooks Goes for a first round You better get Devontae Adams For a first round Yeah in my opinion. I mean, I know he has some injury issues, and he can be – he's not, like, always healthy. But, I mean, he's one of the best route runners in the NFL, and he's one of the best receivers in the NFL, in my opinion. Devontae Adams is legit. Yeah. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers doesn't need that kind of talent. You give him enough talent, he'll make it look like he's made it look. Mm-hmm. And I think if you can improve your team in some capacity, whether it's a first-round pick, whether it's a defensive player, whether it's another, whether it's more weapons that are just, you just get more pieces, uh, I don't think it would be a bad idea at all.
1: Yeah. All right, so so we're still on Buffalo. Uh, who do you have in that? Who do you have in that game if they play?
0: So if they do play, I've got Buffalo winning for sure. Buffalo is a better football team. Um, they are definitely one of the best football teams in the NFL right now. I feel strong about saying that. Um, you know, they fought some adversity against the Rams, um, but they were able to still pull through and win. And, and they uh, played,
1: They looked dominant last week against uh, the Raiders too.
0: Right, right, right. So it's like what I was saying about the Rams is the fact that, like, you get – like, they face adversity against a team like the Rams where they were – like, they were up and then the Rams come back and then they have to finish the game strong and win. Mm -hmm. They look dominant against a good football team, like you said, last week against the Raiders, where the Raiders, in my opinion, are a good football team. They're a playoff caliber football team this year. Mm -hmm. And they dominated them. And so I think that you look this week to the Titans where, yeah, the game might not happen, but if it does – I like the Titans. I think they're a playoff football team, um, but they, but they are not, in my opinion, on the same level as the Buffalo Bills. So I have the Bills winning thirty-one to seventeen.
1: Thirty-one seventeen. Yeah, I think a lot of that has to do with COVID too. I think I would have this game closer if the COVID stuff wasn't happening. But if they're able to play, they're missing like half their team. So. Right. He froze up there for a second. I'm not sure everything's good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> uh, all right, so we'll move to the Raiders at the Chiefs. And okay. this should be I think I think we can make this one short and sweet. I think uh the Raiders cannot keep from beating themselves. Uh too many turnovers. Uh if they if they keep that down, I think they have a chance in this game because of how good their offense is. But I get the Chiefs winning uh, I'll go 34 to 30. Uh, I think it's gonna okay. be a high scoring affair, but I think the Raiders will make one too many mistakes in this game like they've done the past two weeks against the Patriots and bills fumbling at terrible times having a chance to take the lead or tie the game up and then turn the ball over. Uh, right Darren Waller then you had, then you had I think uh, Derek Hart inexcusably just dropping the ball. Uh, last week against the Bills, so I think the Raiders will make one too many mistakes in this game. Uh, that will cost them the game in this one.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah I've got the, I've got the Chiefs as well. I think the Chiefs are just a really good football team. Uh, obviously, they're a championship football team. Um, they've proven that they can win in multiple facets. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were in a hard fought game against um, against the Patriots um, on Monday night, and. Mm-hmm. They had to, you know, they had some adversity defensively and, and offensively, and they had to win the game the way they had to win the game. And I think that is a sign of a championship football team, in my opinion. And you look at the way um, that the Chiefs can win, and the multitude of, of ways, and the multitude of weapons, and 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 just the way that they play football um, is conducive to winning championships, in my opinion. And right now, I don't think the Raiders are on that kind of level. And I see, it, I see it being a high-scoring game, but I see the I see the Chiefs winning thirty-five to uh, twenty-four. I, I think they'll, um, I think they'll win comfortably, and I think you'll see some flashes from the Raiders early of a close game. But I think as it goes on, the Chiefs will pull away.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I my score was thirty to thirty-four. If I forgot to say that, so we'll move on to the next one. This one should be a quick one. I got Ari- we got Arizona at the Jets. Uh, I'll keep this one short. Yeah, I'll, I'll say it real quick.
0: Arizona. Arizona.
1: 20. Arizona's gonna win thirty-one to fourteen. Thirty-one to fourteen. I got yep. <laughs> Arizona twenty-seven to ten. Arizona's a little bit on a skid here, uh, losing two in a row. But the Jets are just looking awful. They don't look like a football team at all. Uh, right. they, don't look, they, they look. They look. They uh, look dysfunctional. They look not prepared for any game this year. So, and I think Arizona is going to come out especially with losing two in a row two games that they that they should have won by that matter. Right. Uh I think they're going to come out hot and they're going to put it on them I've 27 to 10 Arizona. So we'll move on to the battle of Pennsylvania. Uh Philadelphia at Pittsburgh. I've got Pitt. Yeah, Pitt. Uh,
0: I think Pitt's a good football team. I mean uh, you know, they're playing at home. Uh, you know, Big Ben is not playing bad at all this season. Seven touchdowns, one interception. Um, you know, they've got a solid running game in James Conner. Uh, you got Benny Snell there as well. Um, now, Juju Smith-Schuster is questionable, but, you know, they don't really need him necessarily, but he is their leading receiver. Um, I, I, I like them a lot. I mean, I, I really like the Raiders. I really like that uh, – um, Or the, did I say Raiders? Wow. I really like the Steelers um, in this one just because, look, the Eagles seem dysfunctional to me. They seem whatever – something's going on with Carson Wentz, whether it's the offense the way it's going, whether he's not being coachable. Well, whether he,
1: he's, well in the game last week, he, the dude was – a dude literally had to carry them on his back. He has no receiver help. Uh, I think he's, uh, he's missing his top four receivers. Right. Zach Arts looks like a shell of himself. This year, uh, yeah. and like he's like three of his offensive linemen are injured this year, right? And they're like on their third tackle at the moment, or their third string tackle. Like he's he can't do nothing. Like he's he's getting rushed the whole game and stuff. Yeah, I have Pittsburgh winning as well, uh, just because I don't think they'll be able to protect Carson Wentz against a formidable pass rush in Pittsburgh. Right. So I got uh. I'm going to go twenty-one to ten here. And
0: Pittsburgh got a got a week off.
1: That is true. Yeah.
0: They like they got a they got a week off with the Titans because that'll be rescheduled for the 25th.
1: Yeah. Or yeah. No, it was like no first week in November, I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I just and well. Phil, uh, also, Philadelphia is like they're not, uh, they're not gonna be able to protect Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is gonna get destroyed in this game. A uh, dude's really running for his life out there on every play. It's sad to see a great talent go to waste like this.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, what, but, what, what's your score?
0: Uh, I've got the Steelers winning, I'm gonna say it'll be 27 uh, to 21.
1: 27, 21. All right.
0: Yeah.
1: You think not say it'll be a little bit closer.
0: I think it'll be a little bit closer because um, I, I still think Carson Wentz is a great quarterback. Their defense
1: uh, looked really see. good last week, though. Uh-huh. It was against it was against the Nick Mullins, but they, I thought it looked pretty solid. Like their their, their pass rush did. Uh, like it says the Eagles. Yeah, their pass rush. Yeah. they're they able to get pressure on them. Uh, they don't have any <laughs> offensive line injuries. Uh, 49ers, so be able to beat their first offensive line. Out there, like they did consistently, and get pressure on Nick Mullins. Uh, that's a uh, bright spot. Like their defense is becoming a bright spot for this team. The question is, can Carson Wentz get help on the offensive end? And I just don't see that happen until uh, people exactly. get healthy. People get healthy on that team. So, exactly. so we'll move on to the Rams and the Redskins, and this will be the first start for Kyle Allen at the helm of the Washington football team. I said the Redskins by accident. So the, uh, the Washington football team. Now. I think I've been saying the Redskins for the past couple of weeks. I probably haven't. I haven't had anybody to check me. So, uh, yeah. So we'll move to, yeah. Yeah. So we'll move to this game. Uh, I'll be short
0: on this. I've got the Rams winning. Um, the Rams are, you know, still in my opinion, the one of the best football teams in the NFC. They've looked really good this year. Um, they they do a lot of they do a lot of the same things week to week. Obviously, I mean, you know, they have an identity and what they want to do and how they want to play football, and I think that's why they've been so successful. Um, their defense is outstanding, in my opinion. I mean, you've got Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, you know, being the leaders of that defense. Um, and I know last week, you know, they weren't able to, you know. Um,
1: who they? Who did they play last week? Who was the, it again? The Giants. That's right.
0: And it was a uh, yeah. It was a, it was a struggle of a game for whatever reason, but um, they still were able to pull the game out, and I think they're going to be able to win, and especially the football team, um, <laughs> it's
1: weird especially say,
0: especially Washington. And, you know, they got a new quarterback, like you said, with Kyle Allen coming in, um, where he's familiar playing under a Ron Rivera led team. Um, but it's still, you know, you still got new players and a new atmosphere and all this kind of stuff. And the Rams' defense is legit. Like that's a great, that's a well, that's an awful defense to have to go against in your first game starting uh, this season, when, uh, going against the Rams. So I've got the Rams winning. I'm going to say 24
1: to 10. 24 to 10. Yeah. Uh, I am. I can't. Have a little bit. What do you say? I say i kind of echoing a little bit. It's good. I'm not echoing now, though. Uh, so, I got Washington in this game, actually. I love Washington's pass rush. I love their ability to get to the quarterback, uh, especially against a particularly weak uh, defensive line, or offensive line in the Rams. So, I honestly think that Washington's defense is going to keep the Rams in check. The Giants were able to do it last week. I definitely see the Redskins, or the Redskins, the football team doing it this week. Uh, And I think Kyle Allen, he has uh, familiarity in Ron Rivera's uh, system. He played with them last year. They won six games uh, together last year in Carolina. Right. I think we're going to see an upset. Is that Washington? Uh, a big mismatch, I think, in Washington's defensive line. They're going to be able to get pressure on Jared Goff in this game. Mm-hmm. And I really like Washington's defense, so I think they're going to be able to hold the Rams to enough to where I think Kyle Allen's going to be able to play safe football and score some points against okay. I'm not. Too, I'm not too big on the cornerback on the secondary situation or the linebacker situation in the with the Rams their defensive line is amazing but their linebacker and secondary I still got some issues with. Uh, right. With the Rams so I honestly think there could be there could be an upset and I think there will be uh, a 20 to 17 uh Washington for me. Okay, cool. All right, so right. we we'll, Yeah, so we'll move to a, I think a little bit of a quicker game here. That we can, yeah, uh, uh the Bengals <laughs> at the Ravens.
0: Yeah, I uh, I think the Bengals are going to give them a game. I really do. But I've got the Ravens. Um, obviously, they're you know they are a Super Bowl caliber football team. Um, you know the, they really only played bad against uh, the Chiefs, mm-hmm. um, where they just did not look good at all. And I don't know if that's I don't know if that's just matchups or if that's just well
1: they you know, they went away like, from the like run the Col- game. Really. It's like the
0: Colts playing the Patriots, just trying to get over that hump.
1: Um, I think it's a but, mental thing and also like they, they stopped running the football in the first quarter too. Right. Yeah, and I I didn't like their game plan and they came out last week and they look they look like they were like, you know what we're just gonna stick to the run and what happens, happens. Yeah. And uh yeah. yeah, I think they're gonna do that in this one too. So what what Yeah.
0: I've got the Ravens winning thirty-eight to seventeen. I, I think it'll be a sh- I think it'll be close throughout the first quarter. I think you'll see the Bengals play them hard. I think you'll see them play them close, but I, I ultimately think that the Ravens will pull away and that they'll prove to be the superior football team, like that we know that they are.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got the Ravens winning thirty-one twenty-one. I think I think this is like you said, it's going to be a I think a close matchup at the start. And I think Baltimore's going to pull away a little bit in the second half. Uh, due to, I think, the nature of the Bengals' defense. Uh, And I think the only way Cincinnati can get a win here is if their defensive line steps up in a big way and their defensive line uh, is able to stop the run uh, consistently against Baltimore. But I don't really see that happening. Mm -hmm. I think Lamar is going to get a couple big runs in this game. And we saw some flashes last week where he got like that 50 yard run. If he can get a, if he can get a couple big runs in this game, uh, it's just gonna make it harder on uh, Cincinnati to win this game. So I guess since I got I got Baltimore winning 31 21, and this one, Joe Burrow's been looking really good though. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's been looking I phenomenal. Think so, dude. Like I mean, you know, the Bengals should be happy because. Although they might not be a playoff team this year, moving forward, this team is going. They've got their franchise quarterback. Like they can, they have the guy that they can build around.
1: They got some the good skill positions. They got Mixon. Green's having the off year, but he's missed hey, two years. Joe, Mix,
0: Joe Mixon is for real, man. Yeah, he is. Joe Mixon is for real.
1: And then they got what? That Tyler Boyd. Uh, the only thing they need to work on is offensive line. Yeah, that's what they yeah, need yeah, to work yeah. on. But you got Jonah Williams. We'll see how he does and how he progresses. But the rest yeah. of the offensive line, they just. I think they need to scrap and get some new pieces there. Uh, but I sense it's going to be a good football team. I just think it's it's the it's the quarterback their quarterback's rookie year. Let him grow a little right. bit, and then we'll see what happens next year. Yeah. Uh, so we'll move on to a very interesting game: uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans. Oh goodness. Um. This is my turn game. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear.
0: Am I echoing at all?
1: You were a little bit, but you're not now,
0: no. Okay, good, good. Um, sorry about that, y'all. We are doing our podcast through Skype, yeah. so yeah. we're making just you know this is the first time we've done this, so we're just uh you know rolling with what's happening. But yeah, I've yeah. got the Jaguars winning.
1: Yeah, the Jaguars um, winning.
0: Yeah, I do. I, I like the Jaguars a heck of a lot better than the Texans. The Texans are um, dysfunctional um i don't see any chemistry at all you were i was completely wrong i thought they'd at least be a decent team this year um and you were completely right on that why like they are not a good football team at all like they're self-imploding and like they just i I, I think this season they're obviously just going to continue to downward spiral i think they'll probably win you know somewhere between three and six games probably i would say um but I think after after this season, you're going to see a big uh, um, remodeling of, of this entire roster and a lot of movement pieces, which, you know, J.J. Watt and different guys like that could be on the move um, in order to create more cap space and to just start fresh um, with new players on this team. And so I... I, I I just, I like what the Jaguars do more. They look like a better football team. They look more cohesive as a unit. And they look like they're actually playing together the way that you would want a team to do. Um, and so I've got the Jaguars winning by a score of 23 to 20.
1: 23 to 20? Yep. Yep. I actually, yeah, you in this one. You, you fire Bill O'Brien. You bring in Romeo Cornell. Romeo Cornell uh, may not be the best head coach, but he seems to gather people together very well. Uh, like they right. did in Cleveland uh, They weren't that particularly good with the Chiefs But they were competitive in every game As well When he was the head coach of the Chiefs So I got Houston in this one I think they're going to get their first one of the season It's at Houston uh, Deshaun Watson still Deshaun Watson I just don't have faith In a consistently Run Jacksonville offense Right Or just them being consistent in general Their defense is inconsistent. Their offense is inconsistent. Like, I don't know which Jacksonville team is going to show up in this game. So, uh, the one thing I can bake on is the high-powered offense or semi-high-powered because they don't have DeAndre Hopkins anymore. But Deshaun Watson is going to be able to score some points against this defense. Uh, So, I got uh, Houston winning – 28-24. Twenty eight to twenty four. I think it's gonna be a close one. Just because I think the Texans are still a bad team, but I just don't. I don't have faith that the Jaguars can be consistent throughout a game. Right. And at least uh, the Texans have some weapons on offense, and they're at home with a new head coach. I think they're gonna get some momentum going and get their first win the season. It's twenty eight right. to twenty four for me. So we'll move on to the first four o'clock game. And this one should be quick and sweet. Yeah. Uh I don't think it matters who's playing in this game that much. Uh Jimmy Garoppolo, where is it? Where's it have him at here? Uh He was limited or he what it? Yeah, he was limited in practice. Raheem Mostert was limited in practice. So I think we're going to we may get Jimmy Garoppolo back next or uh, this week. So yeah, I think it's gonna be, make it even harder for the Dolphins to win this game. So I got San Francisco winning, uh, twenty eight to twenty one. I think Miami's gonna be able to keep it close because Ryan Fitzpatrick is a baller. But I think just too much. There's a lot more talent on San Francisco for them not to win this game. Right. Yeah, and that, that, and they're at home as well, so that that's that's my difference maker if it was in miami there could be an upset but since it's in san francisco uh i'm gonna i'm sticking with uh san francisco on this one 28 to 21
0: yeah i'm gonna san francisco as well um they're just a better football team than the dolphins honestly they're gonna be better coached um i like i black i like brian flores quite a bit um but Kyle Shanahan, in my opinion, is probably the best the best young coach in the NFL. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. legitimately, like, he is, like, he's going to be that next guy that I, I see. I see Kyle Shanahan, like, winning three or four Super Bowls, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think he's that special of a coach. Um, whether he does it with the 49ers or whether they move off of him and he comes to the Indianapolis Colts, I mean, that's up to him. But, <laughs> no, no, I'm just joking. But I really do see the 49ers coming out, um, running the ball being successful um, and I, I think it'll be a close game though I, I, I agree like I think the Dolphins will give them a good game you know you can never like count out uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick and what he can do and the magic that he can bring um, to games at times but I do have the 49ers winning uh, by a score of 27 to
1: 26 27 26? like a failed two-point conversion by Miami <laughs> Yep. At the end, I right, yeah, yeah. I, I like Miami. They're a great. They're we're a greatly coached team, but they just don't have the talent there yet. Let them like, and they're so young too. Just let them develop. I think Miami, Miami is gonna be a. Uh, I'm echoing a little bit. On it. Uh, yeah. Am I good? Yeah, yeah. Echoing on my
0: end.
1: Well, Yeah, I'm echoing on mine. I don't know if it's me. Real quick. Let me see. Real quick. I don't think about yeah I'm not echoing now yeah so uh uh yeah i I like Miami but they're they're just so young they're well coached I think you give them a year or two they get they get together to get uh cohesive and I think they're gonna be a really good team but right now they're just too young and too inexperienced and i it, it costs is
0: not hurt is he
1: no, isn't no. He's just the backup. I think they're. I think I don't think they're going to play him in. If they play him in, it's going to be like week twelve. Okay, or like something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I get it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, so yeah, but uh, yeah. San Francisco way better team. They're going to win this game. So we'll move on to the Giants at Dallas. Uh, I got, in this I got, game. I got the Cowboys. Get yeah, the Cowboys. Yeah, I do too. I uh giants
0: are i don't think the cowboys are a bad football team they are playing stupid football yeah they are not they don't execute they don't do the little things right they turn the ball over way too much Mm -hmm. they have way too many penalties like they do a lot of this they do a lot of the tiny things that you need to do in order to win games they don't do those things they don't like i said they don't take care of the ball they commit too many stupid penalties they, they it's just like it, it missed assignments here and there it's just bad football it, it's not like that they're not a bad football team they're just playing bad football and that that defense is not looking anywhere near what I thought it would look like and I don't know if that's because Mike Nolan is just not what he you know what he used to be as a coach or if it's just because their secondary is not it's not great at all um, but they and I know that they're missing Leighton van Der Esch and things like that and guys and and, you know, and that can hurt a defense, but they still got nice pieces on that defense. They still have a nice, especially the front seven. Um, it's still a nice front seven, um, especially that D-line. But that, that secondary is not holding up, and it's looking awful. And I do think that the Giants will be able to have some success throwing the ball. Um, and, and I think Danny Dimes will be able to um, you know, score some points for sure. But I do think that Dak is not playing that bad. Mm-hmm. His offensive line sucks right now. You're missing Tyron Smith. You're missing Lyle Collins.
1: Um well, Tyron, somebody else. Uh, uh, yeah, Oh, uh, yeah, well, I thought Tyron Smith right got, got hurt. Um,
0: uh
1: Lyle yeah, Lyle Collins got injured. They put in Terrence Still, our boy Terrence Still from Texas Tech. And he got his butt whooped by uh Miles Garrett last yeah. week. It was bad. Yeah. Uh I th- that the thing is though I got Dallas win this one. I got forty-five to seventeen. Uh, I'm gonna have a score.
0: I have them winning thirty to
1: thirteen. Thirty to thirteen. I just don't trust the Giants' offense. Only three touchdowns this year uh, through the first four weeks of the season. That is atrocious. Uh, right. Dallas has way too high-powered of an offense. They're pulling up a lot of points. But they're allowing a lot of points. If the defense, if this is a game to blow out somebody and get an easy win, this is the game to do it. Uh, Terrible offensive line for the Giants. Uh, Terrible offensive line for the Giants. Terrible receiving core that's always, not terrible receiving core, but receiving core that's always injured. They're always playing backups. And I think this is just a matchup made in heaven that can get Dallas the momentum. They can start smoothing out some things in this game. This is the type right. of game that you would want as a Dallas fan to be like, "All right, let's work out some of the kinks that we have, so that we don't so we don't make them further in the season and the important and the important games in the season. Like fumbling the football four times this year by Ezekiel Elliott, playing sloppy defense, not uh sound football on defense." Right. Uh, so work some of that stuff out. This is a game to work some of that stuff out. The, the giants are just not a good team. They have too many injuries and Joe and Danny Downs just gets hit way too much in this game. And Dallas has way too much talent to lose this game. So 45 to 17 for me in this one. So we'll move on to the Colts at the Browns. Um, I got the Colts. Um,
0: I'm going to pick my team, man. I, I, That defense is for real. Um, To me, it's the best defense in the NFL. Um, They've given up the fewest points. Uh, Let's see. I know it's – I can find it. Let's see. So the Colts have given up the fewest points. Um, They've given up the fewest yards per game. They've given up the fewest passing yards per game. They're first in interceptions, and they are first in – Um, opponents third down percentage the Colts defense is legit this year like this like the get DeForest Buckner um completely paid off so I I I really I trust this Colts defense to do the job now where my concerns are is the offense and now I know that they played a really good um, a really a great defense honestly in in Chicago and so that was some of the issues last week. But I want to see this offense get to more of a rhythm. I want to see Phillip Rivers start to start to really develop that relationship and that chemistry with these receivers. I want to see this offensive line and that running game really start to get the get the uh, get the train rolling and really start to become. That much more effective um, running the football. I want to see this offense pick it up more, but I trust that this Colts defense will be able to hold down the fort while they continue to work out the uh, the kinks and the chemistry issues um, that you can see at times from the Colts uh, with Phillip Rivers and this uh, being new in this offense. Um, and look, I like the Browns, but I think they've been kind of they've kind of picked on teams that just haven't been gelling well. Like I mean they beat the they beat the Cowboys, and the Cowboys almost come back and beat them. Um, week three we the Redskins. They, beat, they beat the freaking washington football team uh,
1: football scenario.
0: and then you got uh week two where is the browns uh they beat the bengals so they've been they've been taking advantage and i give it to them you take advantage of beating the teams you're supposed to beat that's what you're supposed to do but it hasn't been convincing wins or wins that i say like this team is for real mm-hmm. okay even last week i know that they were scoring points but the the cowboys have not looked like the team any of us I think thought they were going to be okay Mm -hmm. and so I think if they go into a game this week against the best defense in the league which is amazing to say as a Colts fan um, even with a Colts offense that is still working out some kinks I really think that the Browns are going to be in for some trouble and I think that the Colts will be able to win this game I still think it'll be a closer game but I think this game will be um 24
1: uh to 20. 24 to 20 yeah um 24-20 24-20 is 24 so what you said? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yeah, I got the Colts uh, winning 20-14. to 14. Uh, I think the Colts' defense is going to be able to stop the run of uh, the running attack of Cleveland, which is going to, I think, is going to cause some issues in their passing game because their passing game is so predicated on the run game. Right. Uh, And I think the Colts, were, the Colts are going to be able to stop it uh, I think Baker Mayfield might throw an interception or two in this right. game. Uh, and I think the Colts can get something going on this offense. I'm not too fond of their secondary. I think you have a, you have a couple mismatches there uh, in their secondary. The question is, can the tackles of the Colts hold up? They held up pretty well against a better defensive line in Chicago last week. They held up pretty well. Uh, yeah, I know he got hit the most he did. I think all last or last game that he did all all of this season he got hit more. Uh, in the Chicago game that he did all season, but Cleveland's just Cleveland just just doesn't have that pass rush besides Miles Garrett like that. By any other player, where the Bears have a lot of players like Akeem Hicks, Robert Quinn, and Khalil Mack, the Browns just have Miles Garrett. So if they can avoid Miles Garrett, run some plays. Opposite of the field of him get the ball out quickly, uh, with Phillip Rivers. I think the Colts are gonna be just fine and I think it's gonna be a low scoring game in this one. I think there's gonna be some of those chemistry issues that hold them back from actually exploding uh and being a really good offense, but I like the Colts in this one twenty to fourteen. Alright, so we'll move on to a rematch of two AFC championships, Denver at New England. Two completely different teams from then. Yeah, it's completely different. Yeah, uh, I get I New know. England in this one. I, I do
0: as well. I think it'll be a low-scoring game too. I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be seventeen to fourteen. I think it's going to be a defensive struggle. Um, I don't think that either team is going to be successful um, offensively. Um, and I, I just really think that the Patriots, are, again, they're going to be better coach. They're going to be able to do the things that they need to do. Um, in a better way,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I, I really do trust that Belichick is going to get this team ready even if, even with all the, the you know, with Stefan Gilmore getting tested positive and you've got Cam Newton being out tested positive. So I really think that they're still going to be able to pull this game out um, and win this game.
1: Yeah, and I do too. I, the question is, is Drew Laws going to play? He's limited in practice at the moment, so we'll see if he actually plays or not. Uh, I, I really like what Brett Ripon did last week. I thought he was pretty solid, but even without Stephon Gilmore, uh, New England's defense is still going to be dominant because of Bill Belichick. Uh, it's it's he Bill Belichick is that defense. The reason that defense is so great is because of Bill Belichick, uh, and I think he's going to hold the fort down this week in New England in Foxborough. Uh, whether it's Drew Locke or Brett Rippin this week, New England's going to be able to hold. All uh, right, it's going to be hold that uh, it's going to be able to hold the Denver offense without with a lot of injuries to their uh, skill positions with court and Sutton being out. Uh, Philip Lindsay is actually starting to practice this week, but he also got some more injuries there. So uh, the Denver's just not healthy enough for me this week. Uh, and New England's, just like you said, a well-better coach team. Also, I like Stidham a lot. The ball looked very good coming out of his hands. It looked like he was trying to push the ball late in the game last week uh, on his second intercept. The first one's not his fault. That's on Julian Edelman. The second one, I think he was just trying to push the ball down the field, down two scores, and he pushed the ball down the field and got intercepted. That's not on him. Brian Horner put them in that situation. I think he's going to come out in this game and play a lot better. Uh, I think we're going to see Jerry Ju- uh, Ju- uh, Stenner come out and actually maybe look like a borderline starter quarterback in this game. Okay. I think that's what we're going to see from New England this game. So I got 17-14. I get the same score as you. Okay. In this one. So we'll move on to Minnesota at Seattle. And this is going to be a quick one for me. Yeah, uh, me too. I, got C- it, I, hate the- I hate it because it's Sunday night football. I usually love to talk about the Sunday night football games. It's just a bad matchup here. Uh, uh, Seattle, I just, it's a lot better team. Uh, Minnesota's defense has looked awful this year. Uh, I just don't see, and Kirk Cousins does not look good either. I think they're going to be able to get some turnovers on Kirk Cousins this week. Uh, Right. And I think Seattle's going to pull up a heck of a lot of points. So I got 38 to 24, uh, Seattle in this one, I think Minnesota is going to be able to get the run game going. But I don't know about the pass game. I really like the secondary for uh, Seattle. And I think they're going to be able to shut down Kirk Cousins. They might not be able to shut down Dalvin Cook. Let Dalvin Cook get his. But if you're able to hold them to a couple field goals in this game while you're scoring touchdowns, I think that's going to be the difference in this game.
0: Right. Yeah, I've got the seahawks winning this game obviously um they're a better football team mm-hmm. uh, russell wilson's my mvp guy right now like he's he, to me he's playing like the mvp of the nfl um and if it's not him it's it's aaron Rodgers, and those two are one a one b like they're right next to each other in my opinion and, and I think yeah allen. josh josh allen has a great case at, like that you know right under them as well um but look, the the Seahawks, um, you know, they're not a perfect football team. But when you have Russell Wilson playing the freaking way he's playing, mm-hmm. um, I'm always gonna I'm always gonna pick them. And the Vikings have not looked good. Um, they have not looked uh, like a any type of football team that makes me confident in them, their ability to win games. Um, I know Dalvin Cook is leading the NFL in rushing, and he's still playing great. Um, but outside of that, they just are not a good football team. They really aren't. They're not a complete football team at all. And so I've got the Seahawks winning uh, thirty-four to twenty-one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just let me see the rushing defense for uh, Seattle real quick. Because uh, I don't. I think I think it's like middle of the pack. I don't think it's particularly good. Uh, let me see. Uh where's, where's Seattle's run game or run yeah it's like yeah it's middle of the pack. Actually no, it's one of the uh Yeah, so they've allowed three hundred yards of carry, but they've been up on a lot since we'll see let's look at the yards per carry. So they're third least in yards per carry uh this season. Uh Stillers and Buccaneers are tied for first and then it's Seattle at three point yard three point uh three point four yards per carry. So yeah, I just think Seattle. I think Dalvin Cook's going to be able to get some yards in this game, maybe. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but if they get down quick in this game, maybe they go. They get a couple three and outs early, and they abandon the run game. This could be a disaster for Minnesota. Right. This could be a disaster for them. Uh, and like I said earlier, uh, I have the score of 38-24. I honestly think if Minnesota is able to score. But they're, able, but they're settling for field goals. Uh, I think Seattle is going to be able to get a lot more uh, – is going to be able to get touchdowns instead of the field goals in this game. Uh, what did you say your score was for this game?
0: Uh, 34 to uh,
1: 21. 21. All right, all right. Cool. So we'll move on to Monday Night Football. We can actually talk about this for a little bit. Uh, we have the Chargers at New Orleans. Yeah. Mm. Uh, in this game, I love the way, uh, what's his name, uh, Justin Herbert's been playing. Right, he's been playing phenomenal. He's been balling out. He's actually been playing like a top ten quarterback uh, this year. Like with the way his uh way the statistics are, if you look at Pro Football Focus, if you look at passer ratings and QBRs and stuff, he's a top ten quarterback. I think he has the second highest QBR in the league. Uh he's been playing phenomenal. I got the Chargers in this one.
0: Yeah. Dang it, I was gonna pick them too. Dang
1: it, dude. I uh, yeah, I really like the Chargers. Uh I think they're gonna be able to create some mismatches with uh Keenan Allen, with Mike Williams. Uh I think they're going uh I think they're going to be able to Since uh, Austin Eccles is not in this game, I think they're going to be able to game plan around that, be able to work around that since he's not going to be there. Uh, Mm. And I think that hurt them last week a little bit, him not being able to create some space, be able to make guys miss uh, hurt them last week. Right. But I just don't have faith in Drew Brees pushing the ball down the field consistently. No, I don't either. If you can... No, you go. Well, I I just don't... I, I like the Chargers defense way better than I like New Orleans offense in this game yeah no I agree
0: and i don't I don't trust the Saints defense either they've not looked like the same dominating defense they've allowed a lot of points this year um, I mean they've been in high scoring affairs literally almost every week Um they, I mean, the Raiders, you know, ball out against them. You've got Aaron Rodgers just dominated them and did what he did. Yeah. Um, and, even, and even last week, even though I know that they went down 14-0, to they scored five straight touchdowns, but they still allowed the Lions. I know it was garbage time stuff, but they still allowed them to come back into
1: the game and get well, close Well, the Lions enough. were driving on them. Like, the Lions could have put up more points. Uh, Matthew Stafford put up a uh, stupid turnover, and uh, they turned the ball over again in the red zone. Or on the Reds on their side of the field driving. Uh, so, though Detroit Detroit really beat themselves in that game, uh, New Orleans probably should have lost that game. Right. Even with scoring five straight touchdowns, because after those five straight touchdowns, or after the, uh, was it the touchdown at the end of the second half, or, in, or at the start of the second half was their last touchdown? I think right. it was. They didn't do anything for the rest of the game. Uh, I think they're going to be able to get pressure on Drew Brees. I think they're going to be able to uh, keep Camara contained as much as you can keep him contained. Uh, right. i got the Chargers uh, winning 24-20. Uh, I think Drew Brees is going to be able to push the ball down the field. He's been looking really good at two-minute drills, and that's where their only offense is actually really coming from is these two-minute <laughs> drills. It's him pushing the ball down the field during, during uh, prevent coverage. So I think they're going to be able to get. Uh, I can see like uh, them going and getting a touchdown at the end of the first half, and then and then uh, trying to going down uh, and being down. I see, I can see them being down a couple scores, and then going and trying to make the game a lot closer than it looks. I think honestly, this could be a showing game for New Orleans where they might get dominated in this game for me. Okay. I'm just not I'm just not I'm just not big on them this year. Like you said their defense has not looked particularly good and their offense has looked at even worse. The only bright spot on this team is Alvin Kamara. Right,
0: yeah. No. Yeah. Um no, I agree with that. I I'm going to have the Chargers win in I think it'll be a high scoring game. I think they're going to win 37-31. I think that they're going I think Justin Herbert's going to have a great game. I think he's going to be able to push the ball down the field. I think he's going to be able to do the things well that he's been able to do well. Um, he's mm-hmm. looked, honestly, really freaking good um, mm-hmm. this year. I'm um, having to come in after Tyrod Taylor because <laughs> his lung puncture. That's insane. Yeah, um, That's that's a shame, too, but it is what it is. Um, so I, I really think that, th- that the Chargers can be successful – um, against this Saints defense. And I think the Saints might have to play catch-up at a certain point again. Um, and I just, yeah, again, it's, it's the lack of faith in Drew Brees right now and his ability to push the ball down the field that gives me concern because, you know, he doesn't have Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see what happens.
1: And the, and the thing is, well, the Chargers should have beat the Bucks last week if they don't fumble on their five-yard line uh, with uh, 40 seconds left in the uh, first half. Cause then Tampa right. goes down and scores, and that's the difference in the game. Uh, Chargers right. limit their mistakes in this game. I think they win this game hands down. Cause I, I do think the Chargers are a better football team than uh, than New Orleans is right now. Yeah. So that uh, that wraps us up.
0: All righty. Well, uh, we appreciate you guys uh, checking out the podcast, and hopefully uh, the sound quality is not too bad uh, or wasn't too bad in this episode. You know, if it was, let us know, and we'll see if we can fix some stuff. Um, and get that corrected for the next time. But uh, we we really do appreciate you guys. Uh, why? Where can they find you?
1: Excuse me. Uh, underscore Sparky underscore
0: Four. And you can find me at varsityginger Ginger Fifty Five. Um, we appreciate you guys. We hope you guys have a great weekend.
1: Oh, sorry my uh, sorry my uh, the my computer cut out there. Uh, sorry about that uh, <laughs> on the on the outro. Uh, hope you guys have a good weekend. I uh, hope you all enjoy football. You cut out there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it, it finished it up there. Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you just cut out. Oh, you okay. cut That's out after, after the uh, after you're the. frozen uh, on me, bro. It was on your end? No, you're frozen on me. That's fine. Yeah, I'm frozen on oh. mine too. Yeah, yeah. So we'll – we'll, yeah, we'll hurry this up. <laughs> uh before yeah something else happens but yeah oh, we're just on the outro yeah we got the social media and uh I'll let you.
0: i was just gonna say i hope you guys we appreciate you guys listening we hope you guys have a great weekend um <laughs> i knew something like this was gonna happen yeah, was <laughs> hey, but until next time you guys uh peace
1: see ya